we are back. Hello guys, it's Wednesday. And we're back for some more. I don't know if I'm gonna get angry today. Mm, she says that. She says it now and then we get angry. No, I really don't think you will. Mm. This is a good one. So she says. But welcome to Thunder Noodle. I just stopped myself there. I almost fucked that whole thing up. Back to you. <laughs> it was so majestic. Okay, mm-hmm. you guys ready for today's WTL? Yes. I always feel like a, a Am I going to be saying WTF? I don't think so. Okay. So it's what I realized is we did all the really juicy cases in like the first few episodes. So now I'm having to like dig for maybe ones that aren't relevant now, mm. but affected our law, you know. And maybe it's a good thing that our halfway episode through the week doesn't infuriate us like our beginning and end episodes. Yes, mm. it's just factual and informative and interesting. That's yeah. it, you know, just a bit of a break. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> our fists will stay calm. Barushka is staying in the cage today. Mm-hmm. Don't look so shocked. <laughs> Don't look so shocked. Don't be disappointed. <laughs> no, so you, you can hear her saying, yeah. damn it. Barushka's in there like, let me out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I already. Okay, so today's episode is about the abolishment of corporal punishment. Not relevant, but relevant. Mm-hmm. What is corporal punishment? So we're at school, back in the day. You know how like our parents wet. used to say they got oh. caned, or that like people were allowed to just hit kids left, right, and center. It actually used to be a punishment dealt out by the court, which was I didn't know, and so it was quite interesting even for me. Yeah. <laughs> so we're onto something here. Ne. So the case is S.V. Williams and others. And it is a decision of the Constitutional Court in which the court ruled that the judicial corporal punishment of juveniles is unconstitutional. The issue is whether the sentence of juvenile whipping pursuant to the provisions of Section 294 of the Criminal Procedure Act. This case involved six juveniles who had been sentenced to receive moderate correction in inverted commas of a number of strokes with a light cane in terms of section 294 of the criminal procedure act of 1977 the constitutional court had to decide whether the sentence of juvenile whipping was indeed unconstitutional all of the applicants were young men in their teens in addition to the juvenile whipping three of them were each given suspended prison terms The remaining three received a juvenile whipping sentence only. All their trials had begun before the 27th of April 1994, and sentencing had been handed down then after that date. The presiding officer of the Constitutional Court case said in his judgment that it is irrelevant whether the magistrate in the quarter quo, so sidebar, quarter quo is the last court it was heard in. If you hear that, that's what it means. Yes. The court of quo was right to postpone the whipping's ex- execution in terms of its absolute legality. He, sh- he should be applauded for prioritizing the discussion of a problem pertaining to the fundamental human rights, specifically the implementation 
of Chapter 3 of the Constitution. He indeed went further than merely taking the initiative to submit the matter for special review. A sentence of juvenile whipping in terms of Section 294 of the Act is not normally reviewable. The whipping is therefore administered immediately after the sentence is passed. There must have been countless instances in the past where courts sitting on appeal or review have had to set aside sentences imposed by trial courts because of irregularities where those offenders had been sentenced to a juvenile whipping. The punishment would almost invariably have been carried out already. Once a whipping has been administered, as is the case with the five applicants in this matter, any decision which this court comes to will make no practical difference to them for the purposes of the present proceedings. Mindful of this, the magistrate ordered that the sentence of five strokes imposed by him on the applicants should not be carried out until the issue, whether or not the punishment was consistent with the Constitution, had been finally decided by the appropriate court. The concern he displayed is to be welcomed. The applicants in the state contended that there was common cause that our law's provisions authorizing adult corporal punishment conflict with the Constitution during the case's argument before this court. Naturally, this agreement does not take those provisions out of the law. Neither has the pertinent legislation been repealed, nor has it been set aside by an appropriate body or authority. Nonetheless, the agreement recognizes the impact that the Constitution's provisions have in requiring a re-evaluation of our governing laws in light of their conflict with the principles outlined in the document. Demarcating the bounds of decent behavior is a result, at least in terms of the administration of justice. The judgment went on to say that apart from provisions which permit juvenile whipping, the law presently allowed whipping as a punishment which may be imposed upon adult males between the ages of 21 and 30 years old. This notwithstanding the fact that over the last 30 years, at least South South African jurisprudence has been experiencing a growing unanimity. I'm sorry, my mouth is just blah today, so please excuse me. Growing unanimity in judicial she condemnation. Like, Half the time, this is what S sounds like, guys. I think we can all pick yeah, it I'm up. just, I'm, I'm just saying a quick like heads up, like mouth isn't working today, so That's just S deal. <laughs> so it's okay. We're used to putting two and two together. We trained us. We'll be, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, well done. <laughs> a judicial condemnation of corporal punishment for adults. Criticism of the practice has been consistent and emphatic, it being characterized as punishment of a particularly severe kind, brutal in its nature, a severe assault upon not only the person of the recipient, but upon his dignity as a human being, a very severe and humiliating form of punishment. This tone of condemnation is to be found not only in many decisions in this country, but also in other jurisdictions. The provisions that were challenged, however, relate to juvenile whipping. The state made a point of highlighting the d- distinctions between whipping an adult and a juvenile. The argument was that adult whipping was unconstitutional because of the way it was used. Physical punishment was not inherently bad, especially when it was limited to male adolescents. The main question, though, is not whether... 
adult whipping is acceptable or not, nor how it differs from lashing children. The issue is whether juvenile whipping on its own benefits or drawbacks is consistent with the Constitution. Numerous related laws pertaining to the application of corporal punishment are found in the Act. The Act does not specify a minimum age for minors, yet it appears that judicial rulings and practice have set the lower age limit to at nine years old. The imposition of a whipping is prohibited if it is proved that the existence of some psychoneurotic or psychopathic condition contributed towards the commission of the offence. According to section 2941A, whipping may be done by such person and in such place and with such instrument as the court may determine. We were told that, in reality, a cane is used. Nonetheless, it is noteworthy that the Act leaves this up to the magistrate's judgment. The maximum number of strokes that may be imposed at any one time is seven. Juvenile whipping is inflicted over the buttocks, which must be covered with normal attire and a parent or guardian may be present. If a district surgeon or assistant district surgeon certifies that the juvenile is in a fit state of health to undergo the whipping, then no whipping may be performed. So if they're not in a fit state of health. In addition to any other punishment, juveniles over the age of 17 may get a whipping. However, if incarceration is mandated, the entire term must be suspended. The applicant sought to impugn Section 294 of the Act on a number of grounds. It was contended that this provision violated Sections 8, 10, 11 and 30 of the Constitution. These provisions are contained in Chapter 3, which is generally referred to as the Chapter of Fundamental Rights. Section 8.1 of the Constitution guarantees to each person the right to equality and to equal protection of the law. Section 8.2 prohibits unfair discrimination on grounds which include race, gender, sex, colour and age. According to Section 8.4, prima facie proof of discrimination on any of the grounds specified shall be presumed to be sufficient proof of unfair discrimination until the contrary is established. Applicants argued that the provisions of Section 294 of the Act discriminated unfairly against male juveniles on the grounds of age and sex. In the context of South Africa's unjust and unequal past, the application was susceptible to racial bias. Regarding Section 10, each individual is entitled to the right to respect for and protection of his or her dignity. The argument put forth was that respect for and the preservation of the person receiving the punishment are incompatible with the conditions under which juvenile whipping is used, particularly the fact that it entails the deliberate infliction of physical pain on the juvenile by a stranger acting on behalf of the state. It was contended that this was a violation of the dignity of both the minor as well as that of the person in administering the whipping. Children are intended to be protected under the provisions of Section 30 of the Constitution. It was contended that juvenile whipping violated children's right to security and the prohibition against abuse because the Constitution recognised children's vulnerability as a group and aims to protect them. Much of applicant, the applicant's argument was understandably enough devoted to the alleged violation of Section 11.2 of the Constitution 
As the heading indicated, this section deals with the freedom and security of the person, and the subsection provides that no person shall be subject to torture of any kind, whether physical, mental, or emotional, nor shall any person be subject to cruel, inhumane, or degrading treatment or punishment. This is the only provision amongst those relied upon by the applicants that expressly refers to punishment. It is evident that Section 11.2 of the Constitution refers to seven different types of behaviour when read independently, as there should be. These behaviours are torture, cruel treatment, inhumane treatment, degrading treatment, cruel punishment, inhumane punishment and degrading punishment. This section's language mostly complies with the majority of international human rights instruments, as does the language of many other fundamental rights found in the Constitution. In most cases, the right is absolute, non-derivable and unqualified. In those cases, justification is not conceivable. After this, the magistrates and the applicants went to consult international law because that is where we get a lot of our base our judgments on so they went on to look at all the different countries that had abolished human rights um not human rights had abolished <laughs> corporal punishment no human rights for no one <laughs> God. Now, screw everyone you get a beating you get everybody gets a beating. i'm taking away your privilege bitch yeah no so they they went on and they listed there was a, a lot of countries so i just kind of wanted to use it as a reference so if you are interested in what they do say you can go check out the case law it is on the interweb we will link it (laughs) we will link it in the show notes (laughs) the simple message is that the state must in imposing punishment do so in accordance with certain standards these will reflect the values which underpin the constitution In the present context, it means that punishment must respect human dignity and be consistent with the provisions of the Constitution. Unquestionably, there was growing international agreement that judicial whipping, which involves purposefully causing physical harm to the accused, violates society's standards of decency and directly infringes on each person's right to human dignity. International instruments, as well as legislatures, and courts of numerous nations have given voice to this agreement. It is in an obvious pattern that this be identified. Violence was rejected during the, during the political negotiations that led to the creation of the Constitution. Without a doubt, the state's institutionalized use of violence against juvenile defenders, permitted under Section 294 of the, ha- of the Act, is a harsh, inhumane, and humiliating form of punishment in this context. Maintaining and advancing the principles of the Constitution is especially the duty of the government. The Constitution will be undermined if it does not express those values with strictness. A culture of power that justifies the use of force is at odds with the principles upheld by the Constitution. The introduction of correctional supervision with its prime focus on rehabilitation through Section 276 of the Act, was a milestone in the process of humanizing the criminal justice system. It also opened the door to a number of creative sentencing options, such as community service, home arrest, monitoring, and job placement, among others. This contributed to the change in focus from retaliation to rehabilitation. In SVR Krichler, 
the magistrate acknowledged and celebrated this development as the start of a new era in our criminal justice system, one that would enable the imposition of carefully calibrated sentences in lieu of incarceration, with all of its well-known drawbacks for the offender and the larger community. In addressing itself specifically to punishment, the Constitution ensures that the sentencing of offenders must conform to standards of decency recognized throughout the civilized world. Thus, it sets a norm. Measures that assail the dignity and self-esteem of an individual will need to be justified. There is no place for brutal and dehumanizing treatment and punishment. The Constitution has allocated to the state and its organs a role as the protectors and guarantors of those rights. I hope I said that word right. To ensure that they are all, they are available to all. In the process, I said that someone was impotent instead of impotent. So <laughs> we're winning. We're we're just a hot okay. mess today. <laughs> and I said it was a what a fecal intent. <laughs> I feel better now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so don't stress. None of us know what English is. What is English? Yeah. <laughs> In the process, it sets the state up as a model for society as it endeavors to move away from a violent past. It is therefore reasonable to expect that the state must be foremost in upholding those values, which are the guiding light of civilized societies. Respect for human dignity is one such value. Acknowledging it includes an acceptance by society that even the vilest criminal remains a human being possessed of common human dignity. The state sought to strengthen its argument by pointing out that the comparative convenience of juvenile whipping is a punishment. It satisfied criteria for punishment, while at the same time affording the courts a reasonable sentencing option. It was not too harsh for young offenders, but it enabled them to, and I quote, get it over and done with, quickly. In this context, we, they were informed that parents often asked for this punishment to be imposed. While there are obvious advantages to quick justice, society's greater concern must be, for, be the form such punishment takes when it comes to dealing with juvenile offenders the solutions we choose must fit into a larger framework and support the principles outlined by the Constitution. We cannot reasonably and in accordance with these values suggest, via the penalties we apply, that using violence to solve issues is a legitimate alternative. Regardless, this rationale is far from sufficient to grant the state the authority to disregard the ban on the application of cruel, inhumane or degrading punishments. It also has far too severe ramifications for an individual's dignity. The state stressed the deterrent nature of juvenile whipping. Deterrence is obviously a legitimate objective which the state may pursue. We live in a crime-ridden society. The courts and other relevant organs of the state have a duty to make crime unattractive to those who are inclined to embark on that course. The concerns which the provision seeks to address are indeed pressing, and they are substantial. But as already stated, the means employed must be reasonable and demonstrably, demonstrably, I don't know, justifiable. <laughs> 
No clear evidence has been advanced that juvenile whipping is a more effective deterrent than other available forms of punishment. Finally, the perceived advantages of or benefits of juvenile whipping must be weighed against the rights which the provision seeks to limit. When a person is intentionally subjected to physical harm at the behest of the state, it is known as corporal punishment. This is what sets it apart from other forms of punishment. The person assigned to administer the flogging determines the extent of the suffering, which makes it highly arbitrary. The court only specifies how many strokes will be required. The objective must be to penetrate the levels of tolerance to pain. The result must be a cringing fear, a terror of expectation before the whipping, an acute distress which often destroys often draws involuntary screams during the infliction. The punishment itself has no dignity. The one receiving it may fight to keep up an appearance of honourable suffering, or even indifference. The one administering the punishment has no dignity at all. Everyone who participates in this practice is debased by it. The unanimous judgment handed down on 9 June 1995 found the imposition of corporal punishment to be incompatible with the interim constitution of South Africa because it violated the right to human dignity and the protection against cruel, inhumane and degrading punishment. This case did not deal with the judicial corporal punishment of adults, but in argument before the court, all parties that it was un unconstitutional. In 1997, Parliament passed the Abolition of Corporal Punishment Act, which repealed all laws allowing for judicial corporal punishment. I have a question. Yes. So, in the beginning you said that it was something that, like, the court had to give out, mm. right? So, if a teacher just whacked a kid at school without going through a whole process? And it wasn't, that was just... Can't remember. That was just accepted. They called, the, called it corporal punishment, but yeah. they, uh, that was just how punishment was. They dealt just was out. like, okay. Yeah. Heavy. It was only judicial corporal punishment when the state handed it down. Something that was super strange that I thought of while you were talking about mm. this, because I remember when that got abolished. Mm. So many, I think it was, I don't know if it was mainly the. <laughs> the more white trashy community that I was brought up in. But some of those parents were like, what the fuck? Mm. Now we can't hit the kids anymore, blah, blah, blah. Well, and I don't know if it's part of, I don't want to say it's part of the culture, mm. but I mean, we spoke about child abuse and how there's a fine line between mm -hmm. punishing and reprimanding your kid. And abusing, ab abusing your kid. Mm. And something that I thought about now while you were talking is we had this one teacher when I was in grade six, which is, to me, it was very strange because I was abused as a kid physically. Mm. And he had this little cricket bat, but this mini-sized cricket bat in the class. And if you could stand for, say, five hits with it, mm. then you can write your name on it. And it was almost like an honor honorary. Almost became a competition. Yes, mm. and the boys loved it. And he was, this was the cool teacher. This was the teacher that everybody loved. He was 
like the cool kids loved him and yeah. he always talked spoke to the cool kids so that's a person that peaked in high school and never got any better afterwards right yeah and if you as a teacher are clicking with the popular kids in school you peaked in high school and that is the extent of your life yes and now he has <laughs> this little fucking cricket bat with all these kids names on that's it that's a little that's a little and worrisome like the more i think about it now as you because i've never thought about it yeah. ever since then mm. and i remember i in back in school i was like yes i don't know hey i don't want to get beat with this thing too mm. and i really wanted to be cool you know because i wasn't <laughs> obviously <laughs> i was not a cool kid okay <laughs> so but even with an <laughs> even myself wouldn't go that far as to mm. bend down and be hit with this thing to write my name but that, on it. That plays into the male ego. Mm. So the and male ego will see maybe one person doing it and see, oh, but yeah. I can challenge that. Mm. It's like yeah. that primal. I can take six. Yeah, it's that But primal. there were even girls that got hit with it and then they could write their names on there. And I'm like, how fucked up is that actually if you just think yeah, about it? No, that's that's a little bit like, like yeah, red flag. Let me punch you in the face and if I can punch you 10 times and you can, I'll give you a high five, yeah. dude. I wonder how many kids mm. actually experienced that because that was, was it just that one teacher? Was this normal? That's very, like that's, that's red flag. Weird. That's is red that flag. Because if that was normal... I am extremely concerned. Yeah. Like extremely. Because I honestly have never thought about it up until this very fucking moment. No, that's a big red flag. Yeah. Like that's not like, something. You should not be a teacher. I mean, there's not much. So there's not much year difference with us with school. Yeah. And I never experienced anything like that. Like it, teachers were not even allowed to raise their voice. Mm. Like, if a teacher started to go off a, a class because they had reached their limit, mm. like, granted, I was sitting there going, you guys deserve it, because I was a goody two-shoes. Mm. So I never got into trouble. <laughs> but it it was scowled upon. It was frowned upon. Yeah. You did not... It was... if In high school, that we had also a rogue teacher like that. I loved him. He was our history teacher. But, like, he only went after you if you disrespected him. Mm. Like, yeah. that was his big thing. Like, he would treat you like gold if you treated him well. Like, if you were yeah, good, yeah. he was good. No, but he was this typical now that I no. think about it. And the Crazy. fact that, like, you have such a a status at the school to yeah. your students. And, I mean, and you abuse that like power if you, if you by beating the shit out of them to get them to oh, write your name on my bat. If you compare, like if I look at the teacher I had, he was got into a mountain of shit the one time because he picked one of the male students up by his collar. And we all saw what had happened, but he got into so much trouble. Mm. And if so, if I look, compare that to what your teacher was doing, what your teacher did was it's much worse, right? Because I thought it was no, God, no, that is not normal. That's not normal. That's red even, flags. Yeah, crazy bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad, bad vibes. Bad vibes. But that's my thing with those types of teachers, just in general. Those teachers that like get a kick out of clicking with the cool kids in school, please get a fucking life. Yeah, that and it's so weird. It is so weird. And if. Any of you guys have experienced anything like yeah. that? Please hit us up. Hit if us you don't up. want to make it public, DM us. Because yeah. I want to know, am I the only person that... No, you can't be. Yeah, no Obviously, my classmates would know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, mm. you know? No, no you can't be. Weird. 
That is fucking weird. And but if you didn't know, it's illegal. Yeah. So you yeah. have rights. Like, okay. if anyone's getting beat at school, sue the motherfuckers. Yeah, you have rights. So on that same um, trend, I almost want to say something else I thought about while you were talking, right? Is the whole... Can um, I tell you something? <laughs> can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Is about the the physical punishment mm. um, for the crime instead of just doing your time. I saw yeah. now, I didn't read up too much about it, but I saw now that Madagascar passed a bill for castrating I heard the that. men I with the child that. abuse. And, and it's rape I as well. I am, oh yeah, rape, not child mm. abuse, but rape. Mm. I am so, I'm, Completely against corporal punishment, mm. but no, the but castration of rapists, hundred percent for it. The reality of that is, any rapist will be a repeat offender. Yeah. The likelihood of them stopping is very slim to none. Yeah, and that is literally, we have said this so many times, taking the dignity mm. from the person that you have perpetrated. Yeah. Forever. Mm. Okay. Does that make? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that they don't have any dignity. No, well, you, but you, you, you take a piece of them. Yes. They will never be the same again. No, no, and no. And I feel like if that's what you did, then, yeah. you know. You should be taking bitch. You should never be the same again. That yeah. is, can't we, can't we get that bill passed in South Africa? No, because, I mean, I we, have, a petition. We, won't. we have such a high I know. rate. I know. We should start a petition, guys. Would you sign it? Yeah, there probably is already a petition out. Yeah, do you think so? Probably. Okay, but guys, we have to cut this quite short because Cupcake has to love and leave us. Uh, I have a job, girl. She has other things that are important. But thank you so much because that was actually super interesting. Yeah, I'm so glad. And it didn't make me mad. But I'm mad that that was even a thing. Yeah. Like, the fact yeah. that this is even a thing makes me mad. Yeah. Because that should have never been allowed in the But that was place. the culture exactly. everywhere back then. And that then. infuriates me. Yeah. But we will see you guys on Monday. Yeah. On Friday. On Friday. <laughs> oh my God, we're at Wednesday. On Friday for a full episode. And if there is a case that anyone wants to hear, they must please yeah. DM us. Or any like, laws or anything. Any laws yeah. you want anything to explain. Anything that doesn't make sense to you, you're like... Any acts. Because, I mean, we've got, like I said, we went through the juicy stuff very quickly. So now, mm. like, I'm digging deep. Okay. So, please, hit a girl up. Yeah. Please. But we will see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.